So I was trying to change oh, the so outro, in, which I had just. Are we in uh, bonus footage territory for our Patreons? Yeah, basically. <laughs> also, I mean, we got off topic a lot on that one, but I kind of figured, yeah. you know, we, we'd be doing that because, I mean, this movie, it's the first one we were talking about that's not part of the real trilogy, the real trilogies. And, mm-hmm. and so there's going to be a lot of, of topics to explore that branch off of that. Yeah, and, for sure. And obviously, well, the with movie the, branches that, too. And well, yeah, mm-hmm. and obviously with the um, uh, with the Andor trailer dropping today, yeah, it's obviously something we're excited about. So that was mm-hmm. going to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I had um, a good time talking about it, and you know, it, I mentioned it obviously, but yeah, it was such a fun time, like just rewatching them because it's definitely you know one of my least watched star wars movies or shows and so it's kind of cool to like kind of go into it like with fresh eyes and like you know really thinking about watching it even for the show itself so yeah i i think i enjoyed it with like now way more than i ever did before yeah i kind of figured it out that would you feel i think i think us just having these discussions that we've had has kind of made us all uh, maybe look at even the movies as we watch them with maybe a new appreciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and especially cause we're trying to look for more, more deeper things as we, as we talk. And so, yeah, I, 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 I do love this movie. It's a fun one. It's just, mm-hmm. it's one of those ones where you can like sit, sit back and have a drink and just go for, go for the ride. Yeah. Let's join and- the roller coaster. I think, you know, as a standalone movie, you know, it was amazing. I I actually did appreciate like the, you know, the, I guess, love story portion of it. Like they, they played that well. Um, they made you feel for the characters, like I had mentioned. And, you know, just like a, a tease for the future. The reason I don't like the dice is think about if that, think about if this same story happened with you and your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> right and now you're gonna give these to kalani and like you know i mean like <laughs> that's like weird yeah. you know what i mean like like why would you keep those like that's a that's a part of your history with like a love interest that you were like risking your life for now you're gonna give it okay, to like but the truest doesn't give princess to well, yeah, give them to her. but i'm just saying like does she why would she care about him she shouldn't care about him that was like a thing he had with his ex-girlfriend I, I mean, mean they, they, they were his. They were they were his dice. They were his dice yeah. for luck. And then um, she grabbed them off the speeder when they were running. So they were they were his. It, it wasn't like she gave it to him or he gave it to her. They were his that she just happened to grab. He, he but she did them. keep them. No, 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 Quentin. He grabbed them off the speeder. He gave them to her as they right. were uh, walking at, through. At, Walking through the gate when when she got caught, he gave them to her for luck. Yeah, she's <clears> like, or, "What are these for? You know, for luck?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." So yeah, and then he then she had him all this time, and then gave him back. Yeah, she but kept him all the time as a memento to him. Yeah, as a as a love trinket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you know. know it's, I like, like, it's, like, it's like a because she gave him jewelry. back because she gave him back to him when they were gonna go down. To 
uh, into the mines of Kessel. Into the mines, yeah. I totally forgot to mention this, but I, there's that line where they need to be sent for clipping and tag and tagging, and and Hans like, what are they clipping? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's true. That was a fun that line. That was a good uh, one. <laughs> but I feel like this is like one of those things. So let's let's just say that Leia doesn't know this whole story. And then Leia looks back and watches what happened. She's going to be like, why did you keep these? Yeah, she's sitting there watching Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I can totally see it. It's just like, you know, I don't know if you've heard of people like this, but I've heard of like stories of people like keeping their ex-girlfriend's letters or you know like just things like that mm-hmm. like you know it's like why are you keeping these you know like what do you like go back and read them every once in a while what are you gonna grab these dice and rub them and feel like the feelings you had with kira you know? it's like why do you have these well, they were good luck charm <laughs> that's great but, yeah. i do i that's I, I, do I, see, I, I see i see both sides i do understand what you're saying in it yeah i get it your point a little weird I think if it was like he always kept them, never gave them to anyone, and they were making it in the show like, oh, here's an importance to something that he's kind of always held on to from his old days, but kind of making it like a, you know, his the love of his life interest and passing them back and forth, I feel like then kind of tarnishes it and makes it weird. So it's like, oh, you just pass these dice to the girls you like in your life, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Hey, baby, you want to feel my dice? <laughs> Rub them for good luck. <laughs> okay, you have to cut that for the Patreons. <laughs> uh, I mean, they paid five dollars for it. <laughs> oh man! But Another yeah. Star Wars news of this week. Um, I was reading that second, whatever that book is called, the Second Light of the Jedi book uh, from the High Republic. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Tara Sanube is in it <laughs> for a short little bit. Crazy. At least, at least so far I've read. I'm like, oh, that's interesting because so in the Dooku he's book, super they old. Already... No, he's but I mean, like young. hundreds of years old, or at least a couple hundred years old. Yeah, and well, in the Dooku mm-hmm. book, he's already the when the Dooku are kids, they describe him as ancient. So That's it must true. be even older than when we Ahsoka's meeting him, you know, in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lived all that life just to be frozen in Fortress Inquisitorious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Who knows if the, he's alive or dead in there. Yeah. That's funny. It's uh, almost depressing. But, you know, I, I've thought about this theory. And... What if those one those that are there aren't dead? Yeah. Oh, I think hundred percent that was shown as as definitely a tease of like carbonite. Like carbon of, they could be. They could mm-hmm. be. They could be. And that way, you know, oh, that's their fight. Imagine there. Okay. I'd love to see like a Ray series where she's trying to recreate or uh, bring back the Jedi Order, and she stumbles upon the, this hidden empire thing and she has lots of jedi to help her 
There you go. What did you, you get? You get fifty Jedi. It's pretty easy to bring them back and start your own school. Or if it's <laughs> on Jedi Survivor. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool too. I'm trying to yeah. find because I was supposed to switch the intro, and I made the new intro, but I when I relinked it, I. I linked the original one and I can't find where I save the other one. So I'm gonna have to try I'm gonna try and edit the video if I can later. Well, it looks like Q's busy. You like my, my hands-free cell phone talking? Yeah. Uh, uh, the headset holds it in perfectly. <laughs> nice. All right, well, I think that was a good show. We're going to have an interesting yeah. one next week. Oh, good no. <laughs> Oh boy, The Force Awakens. Do I have to watch a movie beforehand or can I just go off of my predetermined dislikes of it already? <laughs> That's the whole point is you're supposed to to watch it so that you can cuz you, you know, we we've, we've, I'm going to take notes this on this. Tyler's notes are going to be all the positive things and mine are going to be like all the bad things. <laughs> you 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 remember that I said that The Force Awakens is my least favorite. It's the only one that's, I mean, it's not good. It's just, it was, it was exciting to see the first time because you wanted to see Star Wars again. I will admit that I'm, I'm more saying as a movie by itself would say mm -hmm. it's my least favorite, but this is spoilers yeah. for next week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's probably no one will this see this anyway, but I had the most anticipation for this movie. But I think that's why I was so disappointed. Then the next movie, the second movie, then I feel like that was definitely my favorite because they started, you know, fixing some of the issues, I think, with the first one. And mm -hmm. then I was I they ended it and I was like excited to see where they would go next. But then the third one destroyed my hopes. <laughs> destroyed my hopes. <laughs> Just or wrecked. yeah, or brought them back to life of my disappointments. Brought back my disappointments <laughs> back to back. life of Palpatine. Uh, nice. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Somehow, Palpatine has returned. That's. I think that's like my least favorite part is just because I. I think. Palpatine is a fantastic evil character, and especially in these, you know, we watched through the, the original trilogy and, the, and the, the prequel trilogy, just how good he was at deceiving people, right? Like, mm -hmm. that was his that was his most powerful power, was his power of deception. Yeah. And I thought he's such a good character. And then the sequel trilogy is like, well, we need a bad guy. There's this one who died, and you can probably use him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, and then it just 
once again, I mean, we're, we're going to get into it, but just, I think the biggest fail of the whole thing is that they, if they were going to bring him back, which like, as we know, it wasn't necessarily the goal from the beginning, but if they were going to bring him back, then they should have had Ray like having fond feelings or at least having like a temptation to follow Palpatine. Not that yeah, she like, never it almost was felt like going there was to. none of that. There was just like, yeah, nope, I'm the Jedi. She didn't have that mm-hmm. that dark side calling like like Luke does. And they want yeah. you to think that she does because oh no, she forced lightning. She used dark mm-hmm. side powers without trying. She oh was, no, there yeah. was a dark ray that attacked her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never see that. There's never With sharp like... teeth. Hey, there's mm-hmm. the sharp teeth. <laughs> sharp teeth. Yeah. And no, I think that's that's what it is. There is there's no fear. Like you're not afraid that Ray's gonna go bad. Yeah. See, I get that though. Or that or that she's gonna lose. To she always like like when imagine imagine watching uh Return of the Jedi again for the very first time. You'd never you know, you'd you'd never seen anything else, you'd seen a new hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and you're sitting there, you watch Luke make his stand, and then you're watching Palpatine electrocute him. You know, you might think he's gonna die. Yeah. Right? Vader's just standing there, letting it happen. Even mm-hmm. even if he does die, and it's not like, that's it's kind not of like the a point. few seconds that would be later okay. that almost, yeah, almost but, but you that never was a sacrifice he chose to make anyway, and you'd feel yeah, okay but with you, it. And, but... but you never you never feel like Ray's anywhere in danger. At all. That's because she's all know, the that's Jedi. Just... Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that seems very Sith teaching to me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like just all of that just... it's You know what? It, it really actually it reminds me of, you know, like how everybody feels about... Uh, what's that show with the dragon? Uh, Game of Thrones. Like I like everybody hated it because after all after all of the show and stuff, they ended it like in like some of the worst ways possible. I feel like that's similar kind of with this trilogy. They could have went so many different places with it, but the choices that they made, it's like you could have done it so many different ways that would have made it so much better, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like if if we're saying Skywalker's over, right? Then why did Ben have to die? You know, like if that was just yeah. going to be the end, who cares if he's alive or dead? So why would you kill him? That does nothing for anyone. You know, what I mean, <laughs> except it, they could have been like, oh, his redemption story. And then now, like, he's good and him and Ray can be like good together, you know, or whatever, you know, but it's like, it's, can be good know, together. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, oh, it's so weird, you know? And then yeah. now that Ray, I the think one it's simple. It comes killing, down. I don't know. I think I think it's it's really simple. It comes down to the fact that there wasn't a written story for three movies. Yeah. And yeah. then and then when everyone freaked out about The Last Jedi, you know, kind of like they did in Obi-Wan and, and freaked out instead of letting the story play out, then uh Disney had to course correct. Mm-hmm. And thought, or at least they thought they did. Instead of letting the story just play out, maybe, maybe everyone would be thinking, "Oh, the Last Jedi was such a great movie if they'd have let the story play out the way it was meant to." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the thing is that the the bad reaction to the Last Jedi 
just put like the e-brake on and they completely Disney's like, oh, we gotta go, we gotta go backwards, we gotta change this, you know. Mm-hmm. And so whatever Bring back direction the guy who made a copy of A New Hope. Whatever direction mm-hmm. that story might have had, which is completely reverted, you know, com- complete change of direction. So any mm-hmm. opportunity that The Last Jedi had to build something was just completely wiped by the way they handled uh, Rise of Skywalker. Chris Terrio, who's mm-hmm. a very well-known writer who wrote The Last Jedi, said he's never done so many rewrites on a movie. There's mm-hmm. suppo- supposedly... Uh, Daisy Daisy Ridley didn't know that she was Palpatine's daughter going into starting the filming of the movie. She was filming parts of the movie and didn't know her the story. So yeah. it was just a mess. And I think I think it was also a rush. They were trying to rush it, and it's like, okay, the MCU can do that mostly because it wasn't rushed when it started. And was mm-hmm. given time to find its footing, whereas yeah. you haven't had a Star Wars movie in 10 years. And, and not only has there not been a Star Wars movie in 10 years, but it's no longer under the control of George Lucas. And they yeah. were like, all right, we need a movie as soon as possible. Yeah. And didn't, well, they, they, didn't they, let it. They're like, we just spent $4 billion on this. It needs to start, it needs to make money for us right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which they did. Like- you know that The Last Jedi made like $1.7 billion? It yeah. made a crap yeah. ton of money. Yeah, I don't I don't even necessarily like I don't really think about the money or how sex successful it was like financially. I feel like it was just like what we've all talked about is like the actual like legit Star Wars fans. You know, I think that's more where the failure lies versus like the financial side of it. And I think that's where, you know, it I feel like I, yeah, you're saying I think if the they were taking their time as well. Mm-hmm. If, if think, they had taken their time to make a more cohesive story, that that I mean, I feel like I think it would have been more of a success financially. I think a lot of people took the wrong message out of the Last Jedi and paid attention to the wrong parts of the Last Jedi, and weren't paying attention to what the movie was actually about. Because yeah, if you I, think, I about, think the Last you, Jedi is fine. If you need you pay want to pay attention to the Last Jedi. You need to closely pay attention to every single word that Luke says. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's similar flashbacks to, you know, everything that Luke and Vader say, everything that Yoda and Luke say. It's very similar. Like, I get, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying there, because if you're not paying attention and if you're not thinking big picture and like, like everything that Luke says, you're going to miss a ton of the importance of the movie. Whereas I think the first movie and the third movie, there's a lot of stuff in there that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No one cares about, you know, like there's dialogue in there that is worthless. People are like, he just went away to, he, he went and hid on an island. And I'm like, did you hear the words he said? Because he basically explained why he did that. It, mm-hmm. It's all there and explained and it's clear. Yeah. And, and... It actually, unlike The Force Awakens, has a lot to say about some of the same ways and same stuff that George was talking about in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. In the prequels. Yeah. In fact, 
fact, the the Force Awakens doesn't even mention the prequels. It says their first line is, "This will begin to make things right," and <laughs> and uh, the Last Jedi. He says, <laughs> Luke says, Darth Sidious, and, and mentions all the things that happened in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, unlike... They, Disney went at it with a, a thought of completely ignore the prequels. When mm-hmm. when even at that point, it was a, a fan resurgence of, of enjoying the prequels. It's now, because, even, now even more so. It's because mm-hmm. the people who love the prequels... Are now us. We're adults now. Who have dom- ten, who are now ten years, late, the ten years later, who were kids who loved mm-hmm. them, who those were our Star Wars is. We were adults now. It was time that those people liked those movies. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think, and I get, and that's another thing I'll have an, an argument too is that the sequels will be other people's Star Wars. Nah. Hmm. You know, know. that's and that's I think that's kind of the thing that they were going with with Ray because she needed to be the hero because she she was the the it was good for uh girls. Claire likes Ray, and that's that's her biggest failing as a human. No, no, like to be honest, I'm totally fine with Ray, but I think like what Tyler just said, the issue is she didn't even know what she was doing. So it's like she's not believable because she doesn't even know what she's doing. So she can't didn't even have the opportunity to be believable. She didn't have the opportunity to have those feelings and like show that in her performance, show that in her actions of like, oh, like, you know, am I going to go to the Sith? Oh, like, how how's it going to feel when I find out that the worst person in all the galaxy is my grandfather? You know, like this is my blood. You know, like how am I gonna? You know, how's all this gonna play out? Like, like she the didn't worst even have person the ever to exist. Yeah, and she doesn't even have the chance to know that and feel those feelings, show those feelings. So a lot of it, like I will admit, is that you know. But and then going goes back to the very beginning. If if Ray from the beginning would have, if or if the audience would have known, or if Ray would have known, that would have made all of it so much better. So if she would have found out the first movie, or if we would have found out the first movie, I think it would have been interesting. Would, no, no, no. I, I think you're. Okay. I think it's okay not knowing the first movie, because that gives fans something to talk about for a couple of years, right? But yeah. not not knowing until the end of the last movie where it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, is kind of yeah. pointless because re- revealing yeah, that's it the whole point in, is... in Empire, revealing it in Empire is oh man what. Luke is his dad is a bad guy. You know, Luke, and then you have the, a whole other movie to to, to deal with the that yeah. repercussions yeah. of that. Not not yeah, the last twenty I, minutes of I the think, movie. I think yeah. just like even if it was the very end of the very first movie, but so like you could or you can even start thinking, and then people could start thinking in their head, oh man, where like because everyone was like, who is she? And the mm-hmm. the the long story short for the first like couple movies like she's a nobody why is she doing this why do we care mm-hmm. about her whatever so for well, that's the answer we all got those in the second years, movie like all those years we're just like oh she's like a nobody but if we would have mm-hmm. known that there's something or like you know if if she would have found out you know even say the beginning of the second movie but then she's like should i tell someone you know or should i keep this to myself yeah, you know, like, yeah. how are my friends gonna feel about this you know, or if Finn's get if Finn was the one when they're going down in the the pit to be like, 
Palpatine's your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what would have been an interesting twist is if they would have done something along the lines of like instead give us the twist. You know, when mm-hmm. when Luke finds out that his dad is Vader, we also found that out at the exact same time. Right. Yeah. But if you were to like show somehow mm-hmm. that the audience could like we reveal this secret, but the whole times we know the truth, but Ray yeah. the character doesn't. Right. Yep, that's what I wanted. Like either just her or just us. So there there's something, you know what I mean? Like where yeah, yeah. it's kind of like one of those horror movies, right? When you're like, don't go there, don't go there, there's a guy right there that I you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We know, but the actor doesn't. So they're acting in a certain way as if they don't know, right? Yeah. But then we all know. So that gives us like, you know, that excitement or whatever. Or what, they're, what are know, they gonna do with that information? Or what are they how are they gonna act the, when Right. Yeah, because like, the whole time you're, yeah. you're thinking, oh, she's nobody. Why Why is she? Other than the fact that, you know, you want to be mean and, and bad, why is the dark side calling to her? You know? It's, it's, yeah. This whole point is she's been this scavenger who's, who's you know, she helped BB-8 out of the niceness of her heart. She <laughs> she helped, you know, Finn after she attacked him. Um, Like, she wasn't she wasn't a bad person, so why is the dark side calling to her? You know, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and they don't because of the, the poor writing. They didn't know why. They didn't have a reason why. And so, as yeah. an audience, you never felt like it was really a worry that she was going to join the dark side. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Are you recording all this, Tyler? It's going on our yeah. Patreon. Yeah, it's all been recorded. <laughs> so next week, we've already got we've already got an upload. We of already Patreon covered that... the it on Patreon, so. If you join our Patreon, you'll hear No, this about is it. not this is not discussing the movie, it's discussing the dislikes of the sequels and how it was handled. Yeah, yeah. we're not yeah, we're not really discussing any one movie in, in particular here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tyler no, no, I don't actually I don't I don't wanna tackle this is off topic, so I won't bring it up while you're still recording for our but, Patreon. Uh I think another <laughs> two another option they could do or uh, something I will admit, I don't like my least favorite ones are the JJ ones, and I'm a JJ fan. And yeah, I agree. And Your least favorite ones—that's two of the three. <laughs> yeah, because that's because Ryan Johnson well, nailed yeah. it, and actually okay. understood Star Wars. Yeah, he he did the best that anyone could have done with what he was given, in the fact that he was only able to make the second out of a trilogy. And I JJ, did I, JJ didn't even job. come up with a story. Ryan Johnson's yeah. like, okay, you gave me the beginning. Of, you gave me like a prologue. Now I have to figure out the story. Yeah, but then, <laughs> then, then, then Disney goes back to JJ and says, says, you know, the fans didn't didn't like what, what happened here, so completely go the other way. Like they didn't really give him very many freedoms either. To to, to no, that's the second time around. Com, com, that's completely true. just like you need to just go back and just finish it. Just do whatever you have to to finish this story, and and but, but completely. You know, ignore what just happened. You, you know, know what I think was one of the funny things too. They made a big deal about. They're like, we're filming on thirty-five millimeter cameras and stuff, just like they did the original Star Wars. We're going, yeah. we're going backwards, and it's like you understand that, was that JJ's whole point big of thing. 
And the whole point of George Lucas was to literally push cinema forward. And yeah. do you know? Okay, I found this interesting. You want to know a fun fact? You know the the entirety of the Clone Wars is dubbed. The entire movie is dubbed because they used digital cameras that made a big ol' hmm when filming, and it's in every recording. And so they had to dub hmm. the entire movie. Wait, what's in movie? order to make Attack of the Clones? It was the very oh. first one they filmed on digital cameras. Yeah. And, and, but the cameras made a hum that are in like every single take. And so they had to dub every single line. Oh, you, you didn't even know that because it's that good. Yeah. They were, they were so proud of themselves about going back to technology that was used in, in 1975. And it's like, you realize he invented that technology in 1975 because it wasn't around yet. Why don't you invent yeah. something that isn't around yet to use for filmmaking to make this movie? Like the volume. <laughs> push push the... Ba- yeah, exactly. That's what that's what Favreau and Filoni have done is have pushed the boundaries of filmmaking to make Star Wars. And that's make, what it's always make, been about. To make shows that are on a lower budget feel like Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And... Uh. And that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like James. Than, it's this it's like James Cameron. Than, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love James Cameron. Like I feel like he's similar to George in the fact that I think if you truly love filmmaking and you like you agree with you know pushing the limits of what's possible in film, you know, like you're gonna love people like George Lucas. You're gonna love people like James Cameron, and they might not be the typical person but they're not going to be a sellout either. They're going to like mm-hmm. put what they want to put, you know, yeah. or they're not going to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, if you look at like, if you look at like JG Abrams, look at super eight, right? That's an old school yeah. movie shot in an old school way. No, it's not a bad movie. It's a great movie. Oh, I love that but, movie. It's one that's, of my favorites. But that's his style of filmmaking. And that's mm-hmm. not what star Wars is about. Yeah. I mean, I think you can fit, you could fit him in there. I think he just tried too much it was he was like, almost he too was much of a fan picked. in his own he was too much of a, a original trilogy fan that hated the tri- the prequels yes yeah. i think that's he was he was the embodiment of what what disney was at the start and that kind of set everything down the wrong path mm-hmm. which i'm pretty i'm pretty sure is what's said in that anti i didn't watch it when you sent it but i've watched it before uh mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that he says something like that 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 uh jj hates the prequels but mm-hmm. was an original trilogy fan because he's of that age. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, it was his idea to basically kind of make like a retro, a nostalgia kick to A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Thing about nostalgia kicks, though, is I don't think they come off the same. They, they're really great. Like, watching The Force Awakens was a ton of fun the first time. But they just it just doesn't have the same lasting effect, I feel like. Yep. Nostalgia, yeah. it's it's awesome to see, and then it's like you don't really care to watch it again. Oh, they mm-hmm. called back to such and such time, cool. But yeah. like when Which there's is nothing funny because, new, because but then you look at you look at Rogue One, and that movie is amazing, and that was completely just let's show what happened five minutes before A New Hope. Yeah. I but know. I think I think like what you're talking about with the nostalgia, you have to do it right. It has to be sprinkled mm-hmm. in. It can't be just yeah. like you know a nostalgia yeah, because, fest. 
because I think I think the the reason that like we said Rogue One was a successful Rogue One that was the story. The story took mm-hmm. place then, whereas Force Awakens was supposed to be completely new. Right? Yeah, new characters, new everything. New characters, new new governments in the galaxy, stuff we'd never seen before, and they tried to throw in it's this you know all the nostalgia. Whereas that's what movies like Rogue One are for. Rogue mm-hmm. One was for the nostalgia. J.J. Abrams should have done Rogue One to be because then he could do his <laughs> original trilogy era movie, right? Yeah, you I'm know, I'm not what, saying Gar- Garth was great. I love what Garth did with Rogue One. I, that's my favorite Disney movie of all. My favorite Disney movie in the Star Wars universe. But, but I just feel like that J.J. Abrams wanted that, but he wanted to make something new too. He wanted both, and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just re- like reminded me of something that that I also dislike. So similar to along the lines of the dice, what I don't like is what they did with Han and Leia. It like mm. it kind of is like yeah, it, broke them up. It, yeah, it's like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a good comparison, but it'd be like I'm sure I think you it's guys funny are that people are you guys have seen the Notebook, right? The movie The Notebook. Yeah, and it's like having yeah. flashbacks. So let's change that and then say he leaves her when she gets dementia. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like so you get this amazing love story, and then you get this guy who you know was like on the edge of you know like kind of like a, a smuggler, you know, not necessarily a horrible guy, but not a good guy. And then you get this whole character arc of him becoming like a hero, and yeah. then be like, oh, he actually regressed. So now yeah. he doesn't he does he doesn't help anyone. He's back I to his like old ways. It's, it's and like, then he like, left Leia. You know, it's just like yeah. This is just story, weird. Star Wars was a coming of age story for Luke, but but Han's character grew a lot from Big where time. you meet him in Tatooine to where he mm-hmm. volunteers to be the hero mission on Endor, right? And yeah. he doesn't even volunteer anybody else because he's it's you know it's going to be a tough mission. Mm-hmm. And and then he's like, nah, you know, I'm just going to be a smuggler. And I totally understand. I feel like uh, the aftermath books do a decent, a decent job with his character in in the second book, in in why he leaves the rebellion. Right, he leaves the, he, mm-hmm. he 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 resigns his commission. He's no longer a general, but that makes sense because because his the whole reason he does that is because the the republic and the at that point the senate's back together, right? And there's diplomats, you know, making decisions for the for the republic. And and they they won't go free the Wookies, and that's what Chewbacca has to do. Chewbacca has to go to, and free the Wookies in Kashik from uh, Kashik from the Empire, and so that's that's why he resigns his commission because they're not acting on that, and he needs to go help Chewbacca. Makes sense, but why does he just go back to smuggling, right? Like in mm-hmm. that in that book, in that book, you find out Leia's pregnant, and he and he he goes through all these like, oh no, you know, I'm going to be a father. I can't keep doing this kind of this kind of insane stuff i keep risking my life for other people and i've got this kid coming i gotta be a dad you know and that's great character building and mm-hmm. then i don't know where you get the force awakens of now nah, i'm just a smuggler again i you know yeah. my, my, my my kid left for, for okay for luke so i just gave up on okay you know, my i will say to, to that i'll make an argument to that that i think he left he probably did all the things you said but left when ben fell to the dark side that's when the devastation hit them both and and the loss of their son and that's when they kind of went their separate ways for a time was was the heartbreak there not just that they failed but also you know your son's out there literally killing the people you've been spent your whole lives trying to save and the depression and 
anxiety that would cause. Yeah, but then at the same time, though, then after all of Han's character building, he's a father that gives up on his child, you know, where it's like, so the movies basically are like, Leia is trying to force him to be like, he's still good. And Han's I don't like, think no. he gave up. I don't think he gave I, up I the way, because the, way the Force he Awakens. When he, when he meets him in Force Awakens, I not feel like he gave up. But his actions before that is, is weird, I would say. Like, like when he sees him, he's like, oh, I got a chance. You know, this is, this is my chance. But I feel like he should have been fighting for more of those chances the entire time. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Instead and of I just think being it, a smuggler. Yeah. and But they made it, like, through the script, they made it that Leia was, like, forcing him to believe it and to do it. If it wasn't for Leia, he would have never went there. He would have never talked to him. That's what they're, the script makes us believe, hmm. is that it was Leia. Like, yeah, go, watch it again. Watch it three times. Leia is the reason why that he even goes in front of Ben. He would have never done it except because of, you know, his his love and trust in Leia that he's still good. So that's why he dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Otherwise, he wouldn't have went there. But that's what I'm saying is they could have made them come into this, you know, this trilogy like as uh, as one unit, you know, yeah, and it would I feel like that would have been much more, even if they still would have done the same sequence that he gets killed. And then in that fact, it would have been even more heartbreaking, you know, but as, in this, it's like as, he's like, oh, I don't really want to do this, but I guess I'll try, you know, versus like I, if I they, hate to say it, I feel like. The Rise of Skywalker could have been better. If Carrie Fisher was alive to film it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they did I a great so. job with what they had, and it's heartbreaking that it happened. Mm-hmm. But I think it could have been it better. It had to be if, that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it makes it would have been better if she was actually there to do it. Yeah. She could have had bigger role, and it would have been more important. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is, I think this is pretty long for our our behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. First right. Episode of behind the scenes. Because it's it's because we have someone to talk about going to the very controversial. Yeah. topic for next week yeah mm-hmm. last week could have been like hey guys solo cool it's gonna be fun see you later yeah i'm getting hungry i'm hungry too all right you stopping the re- recording tyler I, uh, I got... just a sec. <laughs>